0: Welcome to the Gridiron 4th and 1 podcast. I am your returning host for the third week in a row, Ashok. And with me is um, a new co-host and my lazy Susan of rotating co-host. It's Nuni Chetai. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I am doing great. And we should probably clarify Nuni Chetai to other people that Ashok and me are first cousins. So, yes. just out of respect, he is calling me <laughs> Chetai, which means like older brother kind of deal in our language so that's uh that's just a quick clarification but yes uh i am uh good to be back i think it's been a while since i've actually been on a podcast i would say a little over a month or maybe more than that so uh yeah glad to be back and uh i appreciate you hosting and not the other two idiots that i normally do it with indeed yeah
0: and actually, regarding our first topic, uh, Rishi was threatening to take back his hosting duties uh, because he felt I should have, shouldn't be the one handling it. Um, but for everybody involved, um, I wanted we're just going to be transparent with everybody and bring up an issue we had in our league. Uh, there was a small uh, miscalculation in TJ's salary cap in which they were allotted five additional dollars um, that shouldn't have been had because of a previous long-term contract. Um, and because of their um, very pricey draft strategy, it actually technically has left them with negative uh, free agent dollars. Um, we're in the middle of rectifying it. Uh, a final solution has not been re- released yet, but um, you know, at this point, what's done is done and we're working our way um, to making a, an equitable resolution, as I should say.
1: Yeah, I think I think this one was tough for us because this is the first time in 6 6 years or something along those lines that something like this has happened where the math just didn't pan out and um it's a it's a mutual thing, right? Uh, each owner is supposed to kind of watch it along with the commissioner, but you know, to manage all these transactions and 12 teams and it's all manual too, right? Cause, you know, Yahoo or Sleeper doesn't really do the justice of long-term contracts where you can do these five dollars and everything's automated. So yeah. we're depending on input and manual input sometimes, and sometimes you forget, and it happens. So mm-hmm. uh, it just stinks that this was one of wasn't one of our topics that we talked talked about before. You know, uh, the draft or you know the season started because it never came up. So we're trying to figure out. I think it would have been a lot less difficult if tj had lost this week um because yes. you know there's some you know you you obviously felt it the most but i think we're gonna come to a good place and we'll figure it out and we'll try to you know we're all friends so i think uh i think there's some resolution okay. different resolutions that were brought up and i think we'll have a some type of migration of all of them into one and figure it out so yeah,
0: yeah i think it's yeah. Zane as the commissioner has reached, uh, like talked to both me and TJ who are the, the, I guess, more affected parties. Um, and, but I think we'll put it to a vote for the, uh, league and go from there. Um, and we can just go into that first matchup honestly, because that's who it affected. Uh, yeah, it, was let's my, do it. it was my team, Tony, Tony, Tony versus TJ, the armor hot dogs. Um, TJ pulls out the victory one forty six to one thirty two, And these were actually the top two scores, uh, this week. Um, And as we mentioned, um, there was a lot of scoring I just put down in terms of like the actual matchup, somebody had to lose, you know, there was just points left and right with Carson Wentz. Um, well, Jonathan Taylor, not so much. And then, um, uh, who else did he have? Oh, I think he had McLaurin, but I had Jahan Dotson and, you know, Kyler Murray came through a little bit.
1: He also had had Waddle and cup who,
0: Oh yes. I forgot. Yes and so like those are just like two staples for him so I don't even like think about it but yeah Jalen Waddle what a game and we're gonna talk about him uh any thoughts on my matchup when you looked at yeah I
1: think if you guys played anybody else uh you guys would have dominated I mean both of you know the I think the disappointing thing is probably your feeling is your running back situation right with Jonathan Taylor not showing up you would think against Jacksonville he would get I don't know, more than nine carries in a game. Yeah, um, But um, I think that's the biggest knock, that if you played anybody else, yeah, you would. But at least you got the points, right? And that's part of it. So um, your 0-2 looks a lot better than my 0-2. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. But um, but yeah, uh, I think you have between some of the young guys that you got with uh, Aman and Jahan, I think you're, you're going to be okay. Also Kyle Pitts crap the bed for you the last two weeks. And it sounds like he might be crapping the bed in the future too, depending on what, but we have another, we have another segment that we could get into that too.
0: Yes. Yes. indeed. Um, All what's right. The next let's do the,
1: want, yeah. What's the next one you want to do? Uh, let's do the smartest GM ever versus Scooby snacks. Sure. So Rishi played Austin and uh, the score was 86 to 79. So it was a very close game, you know, only se- seven points. Um, I think Austin probably, if I had to bet, I thought going into Monday, Austin would probably win it with Kirk Cousins playing Monday night. You know, i I would I would expect him to get at least twenty points, um, but three interceptions definitely didn't help. <laughs> and yeah, uh, normal primetime Kirk Cousins record came out, um, but uh, you know, to Rishi's, I guess, you know, his. Th- You know, he laid a goose on one of the Paris Campbell didn't play or he played and he didn't do anything just like all the Colts. But, you know, he really didn't have any standout players besides Herbert, who, you know, ended up puncturing. What is it? A rib or something that he got some damage.
0: Yeah, well, not puncture the rib. That was like Tyra. This is like the rib cartilage.
1: The rib cartilage.
0: Yeah. So, So, I mean, we'll see if the pain tolerance and I mean, that is ironic that. The same doctor that potentially yeah. would give him a painkilling shot to help out that pain in his rib is the same one who started his career basically by puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung. So,
1: and you, I don't know if you know this, but Tyrod Taylor is actually suing that doctor for five million dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, number one, I think that's like slightly probably like, I think he, that was the amount in lost wages he thought he would have. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about a starting quarterback he could have potentially got a lot more and right. uh, I, I'm curious about like why he waited to sue um, or maybe there's like some issue like where like if you, since he was on the team last year, he didn't like feel well, like he, he could.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. He was the backup, right? And then he went to Houston, right? Isn't he playing for Houston? Oh yeah. Right, he was backup, yeah. So he,
0: it was two years. It was two years uh, ago. Maybe, yeah. I'm
1: not I'm, sure. We can look that up. All right. Um, you want to take the next one?
0: Yeah, the next one I have is uh, Toby, one Kenobi, Toby versus Screamface Emoji, Amar. Uh, one. Uh, Amar takes this 110 to 100, and uh, this is just the Monday Night Miracle. Um, Stefan hmm. Diggs yeah. came and brought Amar back with a small assist from Miles Sanders, who I realized also played Monday Night and got him 10 points, which was the deciding factor, a uh, margin of victory. Uh, so props to Amar for pu- pulling that out. Um, it's It's definitely like one of those, anytime you win on the last uh, game uh, of the week, it's always exciting and then very heartbreaking if you're on the other end of it.
1: Oh, absolutely. If you're, yeah, if you're down like 40 points and it's only two players, you're expecting most likely to win that game. So tough break for Toby, but it's good to see that Toby's team has been consistently putting up. I think he had over 102. Actually, he was the number one, right? Last week, he was a high scorer, Mm -hmm. so um, I know he's going to have to do some movement. I mean, he had the tough, you know, Jerry Judy got hurt. So that was kind of tough on him. And then he didn't have Gabe Davis because that would have been a lock for him. So yeah. and Dalton Schultz got hurt. So everybody got hurt in his team. And he still still ended up putting up a 100 because he has Lamar and Lamar is very good. So uh, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. also happy birthday, Toby, because I think it was Toby's birthday this past week, too. So mm-hmm.
0: happy all birthday, right. David.
1: I will do the next one. I got the pushovers versus the high-risk Moran, which is this crazy algorithm that Litwin put together, and I'm still confused, but it's a picture of uh, Kieran, and uh, it's confusing me because when I'm, you know, I just updated our FAB before I jumped on this call, and I accidentally put Kieran's into Andrews, and I had to change it. Um, Oh, okay. So, Whatever the case is, the score was 105 to 100. So even closer, there's only a five point difference. But uh, our commish, uh, Zane took this one. And I think a lot of it and probably most of it for the rest of the season is going to uh, rely on Josh Allen, who just carried him. With that being said, he also played Michael Pittman and didn't change his lineup, (laughs) who did (laughs) not play, for those of you guys that didn't know. So basically, he played one less player and he still beat Kieran. So shout out Uh, to Zane.
0: To that end, though, Kieran also had a zero in Cole Komet. And, or not, sorry, yeah. Now we, oh gosh, now I'm calling him Kieran. It's Litwin.
1: Oh, shoot, it's Litwin. Sorry. Crap, Litwin.
0: Yes. Um,
1: See, See? it's so confusing. It is. It's so confusing.
0: Yeah, but I think actually the positive news is both of them had zeros in their lineup and they still both put up over 100 points. So I think that does bode well for them uh, going forward. Yep. Mm -hmm. Next one I have is you, Nooney Tunes versus actually Kieran, Team K11. Uh, Kieran took this one 126 to 93. Um, I just looked at it from your perspective, and it's like you're. I mean, you're going to need to make some changes because Trey Lance is injured. Um, Darnell Mooney is like we'll talk about the gods. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, this one was, was tough. This one was tough. I—I I mean, the Trey Lance thing. I was riding a lot. If you look at my nickname for him, it was "All Chips in the Bag" because I yes. thought he was going to do a lot this season, and I think they were hoping he would with between running and throwing. And I to get points now might be a, a challenge. Um, but anyway, you know, between those two, I knew I was done once he got hurt in the first. Drive or whenever it was when he started off I said forget it and then Nick Chubb got Three touchdowns so and that guy Doesn't even catch footballs really and he just Runs it and that's all they gave him so Yeah I think Karen Steve is great I mean he has Jalen Hurts who's gonna be Great for him I think moving forward too so Between those couple the only Thing will get interesting is when he starts getting his Bye weeks um, because I Don't think his bench is as strong as maybe some of The other folks that are here So
0: yeah, correct. So, but I mean,
1: it's he better to have really a weak bench right. and a very right. kick ass lineup. Absolutely. Get get a bunch of alphas. All right. I think we got one more, or maybe two yeah. more. But uh, right. the next one is the Bastages versus Neuron versus G Nation. Uh, Neuron won this one 105 to 65. And I think this is probably the biggest blowout of the. Yeah, week 40 points. For 40 points. Uh, Gibby had a, you know, Gibby's. In a tough situation, I think, too. Uh, His only saving grace was Curtis Samuel, but he had Travis Kelsey, who didn't really do too much. And then everybody else on his team was lackluster. You know, Tom Brady didn't have his weapons, and um, Zeke doesn't have Dak anymore, and they're really not moving the ball. And then I don't need to talk about Neuron's team. Even with a bad Russell Wilson, he can overcome anything pretty much between people. And he had bad games. It was a bad game. Besides Tyreek Hill. You know all of his studs like Justin yeah, Gibson, yeah. They they didn't show out, so.
0: And but- yeah, I I put them as like literally like, it's like the inverses of each other. Uh, Nardo has everything but a tight end, and Gibson right now is struggling to find anything besides. I can, I mean Travis Kelsey, like he had a bad game and he still had seven points, which is great for a tight end. So yeah,
1: I think Deontay Johnson and Curtis Samuel are good. Good. I don't, you know, they're they're not alphas, but they get still peppered with a lot of balls. So, yeah, I th- I think I think this week and maybe next week we'll be telling for people who are in my boat too with zero and 2 or one and or zero and three or one and two if it happens that yeah those teams are going to be like okay we need to make some changes because I feel like anybody that's two and zero are like comfortable they don't want to rock the boat too much right it's really everybody else that's trying to figure out what can they adjust. What? I think that's it. Did we run through all the matchups, show? Yep, but that's all six.
0: Um, want to go into our studs and duds of the week?
1: Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to do one each, one yeah. stud each, and then go back and forth? Sure. Okay. Um, uh, you go first.
0: Yeah, so uh, my stud is also a, uh, a opportunity to offer... Um, at least, I have to accept the fact that I was definitely wrong after... Um, Slandering the face of Mike McDaniel last week, um, I'll put him in my studs. Uh, you know, to Jalen Waddell, Tyreek, they all did really, really well, mm-hmm. um, and Mike McDaniel showed that he can put together a well-oiled offense. Um, so I'm giving Mike McDaniel and the entire Miami um, Dolphins, oh, including Mike Kasicki, he actually did stuff too, um, and I'm putting him as like the all of them as studs of the week.
1: Okay. I agree. Cause I had both of them written down and I actually had all three of them written down under studs, but I would say that I did not know that the secondary for the Ravens were that bad, you know, are they, are they or, or, is, or, or is, they just is, played a really bad prevent defense, just like the bills did in the, you know, like just like they were so up and comfortable that they thought they wouldn't lose. So just run the clock out and, It got back to bite them, but all right. My stud, one of my studs, I am going to, we already talked about him, but Stefan Diggs, I think is elite beyond elite. And I think um, as long as he's healthy, which I think he is, that offense in Buffalo can just roll like uh, Josh Allen's too good. They don't even have to run the ball. That's pretty much what they tell you. Uh, we could throw it on them all the time. It kind of reminds me, they don't have the same weapons, but it kind of reminds me of the St. Louis Rams back in the day when it was the greatest show on turf. Where Kurt Warner, yeah. Kurt Warner just ripped people apart with the three wideouts that they had. And I think between Diggs, Gabe Davis, and whoever they throw, either, either it's McKenzie or whoever, you know, someone else, and they got Dawson Knox. I think they have all the Jay weapons. Jake
0: Kumaro was doing. Yeah, well. that's
1: the... Uh, isn't that like uh, somebody's cousin? I forgot Jake Kumaro, somebody's cousin. Oh, really? in that one. I think it's the Bosa brothers. Oh, I think he's okay, cousin to the Bosa brothers. I just know but he yeah, like, so I, I had, I had, I had Diggs. So he was my first yeah. one.
0: Yeah, and just like going to that trade, I think that's like one of the rare trades where both teams won, right? Like yeah. Buffalo is very happy with Diggs. Minnesota is very happy with Justin Jefferson, and both are achieving success. So that's kind of nice to see. Um, the
1: the, you, the, the, yeah, the, you mentioned yeah.
0: the greatest show in turf though because all those receivers are good like Torrey holds Isaac Bruce Hakeem, and they had Marshall Falk too so in terms of like
1: awesome oh, yeah, like,
0: right. talent like they have a lot more than the skill but Josh Allen is it in like just levels above Kurt Warner in terms of athleticism and everything
1: yeah agreed so um
0: in term, uh, my next stud is from the same game Lamar Jackson. As you said, very good at football. Also very fast. So uh, even though uh, Kieran uh, claimed that he can't throw the ball, he threw some nice dimes to Mark Andrews down the seam. Um, Devin Duvernay, you know, went up and get it. And uh, you know, the slant pass the Rashad Bateman was just a quick slant, and Bateman took the rest. Bateman did
1: it. the rest. Yeah. But Lamar well, I would,
0: pass.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Lamar Jackson's stat line was twenty-one of twenty-nine, three hundred and eighteen, three touchdowns, nine carries. 120 yards and one touchdown. So basically, he has a stat line of a really good quarterback and a really good running back, all in one person. Indeed. So <laughs> uh, against Miami, which is, you know, a supposedly a, a decent defense, it's not terrible. So yeah. um, the one thing that
0: I did see during the game is Miami's like short yardage, like the run stuffing, they were good. Baltimore really couldn't get a lot in like, like, like doing a running back for like a third or fourth and one. The only play they mm-hmm. got was the um like they had mark andrews line up under center uh-huh. and sneak it and and i forgot to mention another reason mike mcdaniel gets my like a part of the studs of the week is that he saw that play and he just copied it in the same game and had Gasicki do it and i was like that's that's cool like he's like very adaptable and quickly you know just said okay that that seems like a good play we can run it too
1: <laughs> so yeah
0: props to him um, do you have another stud
1: yeah, so uh, only because he's on my team and he did pretty well, but Aaron Jones yeah. uh, played great. And even though I hate Green Bay and I don't like anything about their team, between A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones, you know, I think what he had three touchdowns or something, two touchdowns yeah. and like a lot of yards or something along those lines. I forgot to stand in line, but. Uh, I had him as another stud because they ran over the Bears, just a combination between either him or and A.J. Dillon. But I think a lot of it was him just getting those quick either catches or outs and just running down the sideline and getting first down. So, um, yeah, he, he was my other stud.
0: Indeed. All right, let's go into duds. Um, we've briefly talked about it. Um, well, I think we're going to get into them later, so I'll just go with a different dud. Uh, the entire Colts offense. Yes. I don't know what happened. Like Matt Ryan decides, no, this is the game I'm going to throw pick after pick after pick. Um, we don't need to bo- bother. Like Frank Reich doesn't need to bother passing or handing off to Jonathan Taylor. Um, as Rishi noted, Paris Campbell was on the field for most of the game, and he somehow didn't get a, even a target. Not even <laughs> one.
1: So- and, the crazy, and he's like, these are top wide out, right? Because Theoretically he should be, yeah, after Michael Pittman. After Michael Pittman said he's out? I mean, really it's him because it wasn't Dullen out too, or whatever their
0: No, Dulan was the actual uh number one receiver. Oh, the Alex
1: something, right? There's another Alex guy. Right? Yeah, Alex Yeah, Pierce. Alex Pierce. He was out too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, I agree. The I do not know what's going on with the Colts. It's like they forgot how to play offense and the only thing they replaced was their quarterback, and we all thought preseason it was an upgrade, and it looks Terrible,
0: yeah. and yeah, and but maybe maybe it's just Jacksonville plays them well because that's how they lost their playoff spot last year. They lost, and and you know they didn't have some of their receivers. I think they were missing Shaq Leonard, their linebacker too. So maybe it's just uh, some weird j- intra division.
1: I mean, their defense sucks football. too. So, but the yeah. the Jaguars <laughs> did beat them last year. Remember, so they knocked them out of the playoffs. Yeah, so. so. They, I guess, have their number. All right. Uh, my dud is I'm going to do a joint one. I'm going to say the Chicago Bears offense and their, specifically their passing game. So Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. Um, I forgot. even don't know what Cole Komet's number is, but Darnell Mooney. Was zero.
0: That's all. I, that's all I have to know. It's, it's a very he easy number.
1: Oh, that's easy. That's why it's so hard to find. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Darnell Mooney, I think, has one catch or two catches for maybe Four like. Yards. Four, Four or five yards. So, um, and the catch that he got on in the Packers game was a negative yardage play. Short. So it ended up being point one. <laughs> so that's only because we're half PPR. Um, <laughs> yes. But in in all defense, I, you know, you can't pick an offense that only throws the ball less than fifteen or fourteen times. Whatever they did, y- you know, you know, I, I saw that we ran the ball well, but. Mm-hmm. You can't trust any pass catchers if you only have fourteen opportunity, opportunities. No matter how many times you're on the field or what percentage, you know um, that's why I always think it's like always a little slanted when you see oh this like target share or this. Well, if they're only splitting the ball fourteen times between, of course, Arnold Mooney's going to have thirty something percent. <laughs> so um, yes, I think the Bears' passing game is a dud after two weeks.
0: Yeah, like I. I can't find. It. I just heard the uh, stat on the ESPN Fantasy podcast, but Justin Fields is somehow has thrown the thirty third most pass attempts in the NFL. So either Cooper Rush or Garoppolo came in as a backup and has thrown more passes than Justin Fields. I think.
1: I think, I think it's probably Cooper. Actually, I don't know who it could be. Garoppolo because it's fourteen, and I think the. Week one, he only threw the ball like eight or nine times because it was like yeah. that pool game. The rain, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, never, yeah. The only solace is is that I'm pretty sure everybody expected the Bears to lose to the Packers, but we're still one and one, and we face the Texans. So,
1: yeah, I think I'm more upset. I don't really care about the record this year. I think I'm more upset that we don't. I want to see him play. So we know what we yeah. have and like the Bears organization knows what we have. And we won't do that if he only throws the ball like 15 times a game. You know, he needs to, if the, if he's going to throw a pick, throw a pick. But we have to know at least what we got. So yeah. if they listen to this podcast, start throwing the ball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. All
1: right.
0: Anything else? No, that was my um, nice thought as well.
1: <laughs> you only had one. Oh, you, you had the same one? I had the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other one I have is actually Dalvin Cook. And I think the only reason I am saying Dalvin Cook, because I think he only ran the ball six times last uh, yesterday. And I could confirm that, but that's just terrible. Like for someone who is supposed to be their lead dog and that he can only get, let me just double check. Yeah. Six carries. He did catch four passes, but still six carries for him is just atrocious. You know, he, he needs to get the ball more. Um, so I, I'm going to put them as a dud and I feel bad for Litwin, but, um, I think a lot of the actual, like real top, um, RBs have been stinking the first two weeks. Like McCraffy, I think didn't do too hot. Henry yeah. didn't play well, uh, this past game. Cook is out and those, and Eckler didn't play that well. I mean, these guys are like, you know, supposed to be like 15 plus points and they're barely breaking 10. So actually some of them didn't break 10. So. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll go say with Dalvin Cook.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair, and especially with Litwin paying like over sixty bucks for him. Yeah, you kind of depending on that production. Um, all right. Uh, next category. or Did you have any other duds?
1: Nope, those are the Double. two that I got.
0: Next category was something called like "Change My Mind," based off the the meme where the guy is sitting at a desk and you know has like, well, whatever, like like some statement saying and then change my mind. Mm-hmm. um where we will give a just a, a take or thought we have that's pretty entrenched um, in our NFL minds um and I'll go first um, and that's just simply the bucks are gonna win the NFC again they're two and all already and they look completely dysfunctional right now like mm-hmm. you know Mike Evans is getting thrown out of games Tom Brady is losing his mind on the sideline um they, yeah. Losing like he's throwing to Rashad Perryman, um, and you know Tom Brady's throwing to like the places where he you know they they can make a play, but they're not quite Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, and then you know they're still two zero. They beat the Saints uh, pretty handily, and I think especially with all the struggle, especially with the struggles of the Rams, who we thought uh, would be better. Uh, we're not sure about the NFC North. The Eagles will wait and see. I still think the Bucks are the the clear favorite in my mind in the NFC. Yeah,
1: I I I think you're right. I mean, there is some injuries in that division, but nothing more than I think what their whole wide receiving core was out against the Saints and they still won, even though it was like a low-scoring game. Um yeah, that's a good one. Um okay, so mine is going to be I still believe, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but at least a play-in, but I think the Lions are going to make the playoffs. And the reason I High feel knocks. that way is hard knocks, but I just have a really good – hard knocks did sway me, but I just have a really good – I have a lot of respect for their coach and, like, what he's trying to do there. And I like – actually, they have, a like, a really good O-line. Their D-line is young, but they have a really, really good O-line – And really, if you just need to score or make some points or something, protect a competent-ish quarterback. And that's weird for me saying because Jared Goff is competent. But um, in between Amon Ra coming out this year, you know, they got Swift, they got Chark, they got Hawkinson. You know, they have a bruiser in Jamal Williams. They have, I think, enough in the NFC that I think they could finish in the seventh. You know, they they beat um, Washington pretty handedly, you know, I know the score came close, but they were in control that game and they almost beat the Eagles yeah, who everybody thinks is fantastic, which they are, but so, uh, at least they're going to be competitive. So I have, that is my one take, is that the Lions are going to make the playoffs. Yep, I
0: like it. Um, That was the only one I had. Sorry,
1: speaking about the Lions, did you see that stat that the Lions, the Jaguars, and... What's another bad team? The Giants? Okay. The last time those three teams won in the same week. Can you guess the year? I'll go I'll go. Yeah, I'll tell you if you're under or
0: Giants and Lions and the
1: Lions. The last time those three teams all won in the same week.
0: I'll actually go as this is a trick question because I'll go never.
1: Oh no, they won. Uh, oh, sorry, okay. there is oh, a year. Okay. There is a year. <laughs> there is a year. Um, let bo- t-
0: t- Let's go. 2013.
1: Twenty thirteen. You're close. Twenty eleven. Okay. So, um, which is crazy because that's eleven years from now, or twelve. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's twelve years that three teams. I mean, if you think about it, in perspective, or maybe it wasn't the Giants and it was the Jets. It was one of those New York teams. Yeah, but still, no, they're both bad. So it could have been the Jets. So my mistake. Um, All right. Do you have another one?
0: Uh, No, no, that was just kind of, that was my main thing after just seeing, you know, just cause there's so much consternation around the bucks, like with Brady leaving his marriage, his face changing, and then like all the injuries and they're just like, they just keep chugging along and they keep winning. You know, they don't seem happy winning, you know, they're still like angry, but. They're two and zero, and you know that's it's that good. Tom
1: Brady Tom Brady voodoo curse, not curse, but whatever that positive part of a curse is. That's what he aura. That's what he has. Yes, he just goes, go, comes with him.
0: Indeed. Um, all right, and so uh, the next category is the Silky Johnston's Player Haters Corner, uh, based off the Chappelle Show skit. <laughs> um, you know, uh, this is just a chance for me to. Or And anybody else um, to just vent about people or just hate, you know, no good reason. Well, for me, I feel there's a good reason. And uh, it's Arthur Smith, Mm -hmm. the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. You know, he came from a system in Tennessee where he identified his best players and got them the ball, namely Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. You would think after drafting Kyle Pitts number four overall and everybody calling him, like I said, a generational tight end, you could design him to get the ball. And uh, I disagree with Kieran, my co-host last week, saying Mariota can't get the ball to him. He can get the ball to Drake London. He throws some nice passes to L Hodge. And yes, I, I watched pretty much every single offensive play because I'm like, what are they doing with Kyle yeah. Pitts? You know.
1: I've, and they're not even lining him up as tight end sometimes, or he's out there as a wide out. Yeah. Like he's, yeah.
0: I agree. Yeah, I don't what, know what they're doing. I don't, know. I don't know. You know, and it's not like if they were winning games, okay. You know, I can't really argue, but they're not.
1: <laughs> so did you, call, did you call Cordell Patterson, Cordell Hodge.
0: No, that's how random that person is. Cord- Cordell Hodge is another receiver on oh, Atlanta. Yes. Different and oh, he's man. even
1: less of a name well yeah you just taught me that right now i thought yeah. you just misspoke oh man yeah i don't know what's going on i'm with you on arthur smith did you see his quote afterwards
0: yeah that it's not fantasy football. i'm not football. here, I'm not I here for
1: fantasy football i agree agree but i disagree <laughs> though because oh, okay. <laughs> because your best players are the ones that win it yeah when you the game and they should also be getting it in fantasy uh, technically right you give you it, it to your best players They should reflect it in fantasy football. I get it not going for twos and shooting or hitting field goals or whatever the case is, not going on fourth. But you need to give it to your best playmaker. I agree with you. Um, And I also agree that Marcus Mariota is a competent enough quarterback to throw the ball when he has to. So uh, I won't – he's throwing it to everybody else. But Drake – what was his last one? Drake London did good. Yeah. I mean, he sounds like a great rookie. Um, So do you you have him too?
0: No, uh, Litwin has him, I think. Uh,
1: uh, okay, that's a good pickup.
0: Yeah, but, you know, they're designing plays for him, you know, running little uh, disruption uh, rub routes to get touchdowns for him, and two-point conversions.
1: Maybe they're seeing something we're not a Ashok. They are NFL coaches. Maybe they're seeing that Kyle Pitts is a decoy for the first two weeks, and <laughs> just, just taking everybody with him. So is a decoy. Defendants. Yeah?
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Alright. All right. Um... Do you have anybody you want to hate on? Yes, I am going to hate on, even though I don't like him that much, I'm going to hate on the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. So I'm That's not sure if it's just the line or Joe Burrow too. And don't blame Burrow too much because he had an appendicit- appendicitis, right? That's what he was yep. going yep. through this. summer. He didn't play any of the preseason. But they spent, I'll double check. I think it's like they upgraded upgraded um, their O-line. And I think it's like $70 million. And that's like Alex Kappa, who came from the Bucs and some other guys to beef up that O-line, which everybody knows last year was the main problem because he kept on getting sacked. I believe Joe Barrow Joe Burrow has been sacked already nine times in two games or ten times. I think it was yeah. like six and six and four or six and five, something crazy. Um, and it doesn't, they're not like, they're like hard hits. <laughs> and yeah. it's not like they played the best of the best either. And Everyone thought Cincinnati was going to run with it. Maybe they're going through this, like, whatever they call it, a Super Bowl hangover where, you know, they'll they'll, they'll kick it on it. when they have to kick it on, right? But it's not going to kick on if, like, their O-line's not working or, you know, they just look bad. Um, to lose to Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. yeah, And then I forgot who they played week one.
0: Uh, Mitchell but, Trubisky. Yeah,
1: Trubisky. to lose to the – but I blame that also on – I mean, he did throw, like, three or four – turnovers he yeah, had that game but i believe yep. the kicker on that one too because you got to make a pat so uh i believe all the kicker that was just a bad game to watch but that is who i pick as my hate is the cincinnati o-line
0: i like it yeah, yeah. i don't know anytime there's just too much hype there's around much a team run. i was like i think they just got really lucky like you can't survive i think the best dad i saw during this um uh, well, one stat that made me sad, was, Kieran told it, it to me, was that um, Tyler Bass touched the ball more than Kyle Pitts in Week 2. And for those of you who don't know, Tyler Bass yeah. is the Buffalo kicker. And so it's just... Uh, but uh, the stat about Joe Burrow, the last seven games, including the playoffs, he's been sacked at least three times in each game.
1: That's just... There's no way he can survive. Like No! Just- <laughs> he's already have one ACL tear. Right. There's no way he's going to survive this. I don't know what Cincinnati's doing. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's just bad. Yeah. It's just but bad. hopefully,
0: you know, it just takes a little time for the O-line to gel. You know, it's all new pieces. and Yeah, get, that's I mean, true. I mean, because they, they were facing like probably two of the top five defensive linemen in the NFL in TJ Watt week one and then Micah Parsons in week two. So maybe it'll get better but hopefully for Joe
1: Burrow. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Next category is the good guy of the week award. Um, I specifically made this category because I wanted to shout out um, a beloved member of my bench, Kadarius Tony. Um, (laughs) One of the three Tony, Tony, Tony's in my uh, name name. I think it's just rare for a receiver or a player, oh or a receiver and a receiver specifically to have this, this much like buy-in they were asking him like, cause he only played like six snaps week one. They're like, are you upset that you didn't get more playing time? What, what can you do? And he's like, no, why would be we upset? We won. Like, why would I be upset at that? You know, mm-hmm. I got to play and I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm paid to play, not to coach. I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna prepare to do everything I can to be you know perform on Sunday, you mm-hmm. know, and whatever I have to do, I'll do. And what I noticed at the end of the Giants uh, Panthers game is at the end of the game, he's standing right by Brian Dable, and so uh, I think maybe it's an act. But if it, if that's the case, good for you, Kadarius, Tony, because you know what you need to do it's a new coaching staff new gm you know you have to like you know quote unquote suck up to them or at least you know make it seem like you're on board too so hopefully you know you'll get more playing time especially with all the receivers or with all the injuries the giants have at receiver like he's clearly a super talented guy and i think he should be getting more playing time but props to you kadarius tony for being a good guy teammate
1: that is actually surprising, but maybe he hasn't hit like that wide receiver drama status yet, Drama Queen status, because he hasn't proved it, because he's still, this is his second year, right?
0: Yeah, but like his track yeah, yeah, record. I really agree with guy. you. He was
1: supposed to be the guy, and now he's the team player. Yeah. He's not even the main guy. Uh, fun fact about the wide receiving core in the Giants. Um, so um, Kenny Galladay, who's yeah. on that team, did you hear? I think he played two. Was it two snaps or six snaps in the total? Like six plays? That's it, or something? Oh, I, after, I don't know. About,
0: I don't. I did know about Kenny Galladay too. Yeah. So they're paying him, him a lot of money.
1: He's getting paid a lot. This yeah. is you know, he, he. He. He got his money. He got injured last year. He didn't do anything. This year it seemed like he's out of shape and he's really not trying an effort. So um, whatever the case is, it looks like there's some bad beef between the two of them. He actually cleaned out his locker after the game oh. yesterday. So. That's the opposite of the
0: good guy award.
1: Yeah, it's, it's opposite. Sorry, I had to bring it to the segment just because you brought the right. Giants wide receiver core and I never think we'll bring them up again in this season. So I wanted to shout out. Oh, every- no. it,
0: it, if, if I host a few more, don't worry. Kadarius Tony will get plenty of shout outs.
1: And Danny Dimes.
0: Yeah, he's just like a... Somebody compared him to like a baby deer when he runs and I was like, that's a very good comparison. He's just like... He's fast, but, like, always on the verge of falling. Yeah, he's, he really, he's fall, really,
1: yeah. He runs, like, front heavy. There's, like, yes. no bounce. No, um, not whatsoever. But the Giants are 2-0, and so. Yeah, mm, good vibes. We'll see how long that goes. Right. East drive. um What do I have? So my good guy, just because I stay pretty close to my home team here in Chicago, is Roquan Smith. So uh, Roquan um, is going through some issues with his contract, and he, you know, they couldn't come on a settlement or reach an agreement. And he's going to bet on himself. And first game showed it was first week was good, second week wasn't great. Um, but no matter what, uh, on his day off, which was today, he went to uh, Laurie Children Hospital to go see sick kids, and I think that's a nice gesture and even if he's going through contract stuff he's still doing these outreach things and being part of chicago and chicago's you know events and sports so things is very cool that he still makes time to do that he could easily just be somewhere else or doing something else right but um so shout out to roquan
0: yeah all right. right Um, so, okay. And then wrapping it up, um, I wanted to look ahead to one NFL game, uh, for each of us that we're excited to watch or uh, both for just real football or just the fantasy implications. Um, and I'll let you take it first. All
1: right. So I, I have two games that I highlighted, uh, that I think are just from a no fantasy implication, but from a football standpoint, um, but that's probably some fantasy So I have the Bills and Dolphins Which I think mm-hmm. is going to be As we know they're both 2-0 now So I think that So one team is going to lose obviously or Unless they draw like The Colts did against Houston um, yeah. But it, I, I think that's going to be A really good matchup It's going to be I think the Bills defense is good enough or actually pretty you know they're they're t- they're up there now i think in regards to holding down teams so it'll be interesting to see how miami with their two studs fare against that look so i i have a lot of i mean there's a lot of weapons and just from fantasy implications on that too so uh that'll be a good game and then you want to go and do one and then i'll do another one
0: oh no that was definitely my pick
1: uh, yeah, okay. Like, what now else?
0: that we see two high explosive offenses and uh, I think what's going to be an underrated thing is that the fact that it's in Miami and it's super hot and muggy right now. In Miami. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is why I feel like Tom Brady, like part of the reason Tom Brady always, always used to have trouble um, when he was on the Patriots and they would play like he had a much worse record than in Miami than he should have anywhere else. Um, and so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see like how Buffalo handles that and to see if the Mike McDaniel offense can, you know, show up two weeks in a row. Um, and then the other one, um, I had picked out, um, uh, not necessarily, it's semi-interesting for like real football purposes. Um, but mostly for fantasy, uh, is Philadelphia and Washington, like, I think Total the collective, like those two teams, like they have so many fantasy starters. Like it seems like all three receivers of Washington um, are viable options. Their quarterback is now running back. Um and same thing with the um, Philadelphia. Um uh, Eagles yeah. Devontae Smith. Yeah, we'll see. They got Goddard at least two. And so and then both are like pretty fast fast tempo um offenses. So um you know, even if like Philadelphia takes a twenty-one to zero lead, you know Carson Wentz can just chuck it down the field and potentially. And he's, going,
1: and he's a revenge game. He's going against his old team.
0: Yes, that is true. Yeah, you so, know, always
1: got to play the revenge factor game. So, yeah, I always think who, who yeah, has the ahead.
0: revenge? Is it Carson Wentz against the Eagles or the Eagles against Carson Wentz?
1: I don't know. Well, he did get a Super Bowl out of them, so. That's true. Um, I think. I I always hesitate with inner like interdivision games because I think they know everybody's scheme and they know the players the best. So it's very hard for me to ever think like I, I can't remember the last time like an inter interdivision te- interdivision team like just goes bonkers on offense from both sides. But yeah. this could be it. Uh, you're right. Uh, I I do think the Eagles are great, you know, from a moving the ball standpoint. And I think just like you said, Wentz can bring anybody back with a couple of plays. They got enough skilled players to do it, but um, yeah, we'll see. That's a good one. I have one more. I, I got the 49ers against the Broncos. And I think oh. this is from a NFL perspective is n- like Nathaniel Hackett sucks so far as a, as a coach. I think he's terrible. I think uh, we know time management he's really bad at after the first two weeks. And now I think um, going against Shanahan, who knows how to, you know, he knows how to scheme properly and things like that. I think, and it's, uh you know, they're both in the same division, correct?
0: No, NFC oh, West. West. Oh,
1: okay. So just, just kidding. But it seems like they play each other all the time. So, um I think it's good to see what the new look, I guess the old look, but new again, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback, what this team is like um, against who many thought, including myself, that I thought Russ was going to cook. And, you know, they don't look great at all on offense. Javante Williams, besides Courtney Sutton, who's catching a lot of passes, you know, their offense doesn't look anything like what we thought it was going to be. Because I think some people had them as favorites to go to the Super Bowl, too.
0: Yeah. And, well, you mentioned they, they're they not in the same division. But I think the reason why he thought they might play, because Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers have a lot of experience going against Russell Wilson. So they know what he'll yeah. want to try to do. That's true. They're, um, always in, they're always
1: in the playoffs the last couple of years. So they, right? Oh, that's Seattle. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But, yeah, it, yeah it'll be, it'll be interesting with, like, one established offensive mind and one supposed offensive mind in Nathaniel Hackett. I, I also think know. like, that's just like, I think he's calling plays too. Right.
1: I think so. He, he yeah. has to be right.
0: I just think it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's a good idea for like, unless you're like Andy Reed and maybe some other, a few other people, Sean McVay um, or Kyle Shanahan, like you probably should like as a head coach, you should try to be like above it and figure out like, how to delegate properly. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. It I seems like, like, yeah,
0: I think, I think he like thinks about things too much. And then like, he got a delay of game when he was going for a field goal. And then he like, he's like, damn it. It's too long. So then he had to punt for it. And I'm like, what are
1: you doing? Yeah. Like, the, is that man. where we talked on a thread where the actual audience, the Broncos stadium was counting down the playcock for them.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was that play, but um, Definitely but I just saw it. that. Yeah, I mean, there there have been some bad like coaching, like so. Nathaniel Hackett got like rightfully so gets the blame, but like Cliff Kingsbury called a timeout for the two point conversion, somehow got a delay of game. Yeah,
1: I saw that. That was terrible.
0: And like that's so bad. He, yeah, I was like, how was that? Possible? <laughs> I was like, I joked about it with like the like uh, Kieran Richian and then uh, Faisal were watching with. But I was like, oh, he just wants to give Kyler more room to run, better that, angles.
1: That might be true. I mean, that was a crazy game, too. I wow. think I know we touched up on our topics, but I think the craziest thing for me was the amount of fourth quarter comebacks that we saw.
0: Yeah. And, like, your yeah.
1: and just like how dumb defenses are. I think like that's what I think I, I came to a conclusion is like a part of me is like, why don't you just play the way that you played the last three quarters? Because you knew it worked instead of playing this prevent, and you know that's why I don't understand. Like a lot of these games were just so garbagey. And Kyler one of his touchdowns or the two point—I don't remember what it was. It was like twenty seconds for the play.
0: Or yeah, I think seconds. they they,
1: they the tracked team.
0: it. It was a two-yard run that went eight. He ran eighty-five yards
1: for two yards. The, yeah, yeah. It's it not. Great. It's crazy. <laughs> It's so nuts that that's what they have that much time. Um, yeah, I just think I just think that defenses got away. But you did mention something, but it might be good. So you did say, you know, we didn't talk about it in the beginning, but your uh, your hangout in Milwaukee to watch the game. You want to just shed it for the shed some light on the people? Uh, what oh, that was yeah, like, yeah. Or,
0: yeah, I mean, it was just I mean, I don't think I've ever done this in my life, actually. Like, it was just a full day of football. And I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot. Like just, I mean, granted, just we like watch. split it up a little bit. Like we went to like a bar with and like, like with some game. Like there was like bags and like big Connect Four, so we could like watch games and like, mm-hmm. not like focus on a screen. But I was like, after the six o'clock games, I was just like, I you had no, had no energy, energy
1: to... for the Bears game.
0: Yeah, and I was like, and like I knew I was dreading it anyway because I was like, we're just gonna lose. Yeah, Maybe she's just gonna be happy and this is going to put me in an even worse mood. So, uh, I mean, when the bears went up and then they scored the first touchdown, we're like, okay, this looks good. And then just downhill from there. Um,
1: did you see all the memes come out afterwards where everybody said that he was in on that run touchdown? Yeah. That's what upset me. Like that actually
0: upset me too. and like, this is why I try not to watch like, the entirety of bear games. Cause like I, it is not good for my mental health. And I just get upset every other quarterback or like, um, like where it's close, they call the touchdown and then review it. Right. right? So you don't have to challenge it. And then like both on the, um, the first down run where Iberfus had to challenge it. And then this one, like,
1: yeah, I, I we should not have been really, put in that
0: position. And right. I was just like, whatever. like, we're just another chance. Like, or the first play of the game where Callahan or not, not Callahan, I think the yeah.
1: yeah, illegal block or whatever he did, a cut um, block where Mike. he
0: didn't touch the person. He just right. felt the guy just tripped and fell down. I was like, great.
1: The rest had it in. That's all I'm going to say as my pure bears fans. They, yeah. it was just so the, the first time was a, a obvious one. That one was blatant. Like, come on, man, you can't, he stretched it out. Even he was confused. And then, The goal line one put it over the top, and even like it was just because there was some fat defensive lineman that was blocking the line that they couldn't see where the ball was, right? Yeah. And I gotta imagine that we got all this technology. You would think that they would put something in the ball that if it crossed the line, that it would like something would go up, be like, "Yeah, you cross it, you broke the pylon." Look how long it took us to get pylon cameras. You would think they would put like some type of
0: I don't know. the equivalent of like VAR in uh, soccer,
1: right? Like or, oh, yeah, what a they party. do in uh, a tennis, where they do the same thing where they see yeah, if blind. the ball in and out. You know what it looks like, you know how he's holding it. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> know. I, think that, I think that was a turning point in the game, right? So, like, if that got in, then it's cut down to seven, and then
0: yeah, we get some momentum and we feel right.
1: Like, we don't know what the Packers feel, you know, like. They might start getting some pressure, but whatever the case is, it looked worse than it is. And then he threw a pick at the end. I just hate Aaron Rodgers. He looks like a dirty person that stole like mechanical parts or car parts.
0: Yeah. So, he's the guy who's like stripping away copper piping on the yeah, side. of the he's, building. He's going to come
1: and steal my AC copper and all that stuff. So I don't, I, I can't stand him. I really can't. And then I Rishi's do. just gloating. So, um, but I do see Rishi once a week. We try to do lunch. So that's at least I, I would say it's a nice for someone who doesn't go into the office as much. So he is yeah. my few social, but we're getting close, right? I think we're actually pretty good on time, but we're getting close.
0: Yeah, no, we're good. I, I had nothing else. Um, I don't know if there's any other things you wanted to touch base on or. No, else.
1: I think, I think in general, I, I was going to ask you what, well, like, how do you feel about the sleeper app? You know, from your perspective right now,
0: <laughs> I'll be honest. I think I'm just like, somebody who struggles with transitions in general and change.
1: Uh, okay, I actually
0: like, I actually like the uh, Yahoo interface better. And this is coming from somebody who's used sleeper, like, in, you know, in our family league before. Yeah. I it's just something a little bit cleaner for me, especially like both, not just the... Um, um, the UI? No, no, not just the laptop, but phone too. Um, and granted, I think it just takes a little bit of time for me to like get used to it. Um, Mm-hmm. But I don't. I
1: so don't I think I, I think the thing that I like. So here, so yeah, I, I think I'm biased, right? Because I I kind of sway the people to come yeah, in this it's direction. It's
0: bad. I'm not gonna. And like, we'll all get used to it. I think I just like. <laughs> it's
1: different. Yeah, i with yeah. you. It's different. I think what I think is they give you so much information. Like there's so many things going on Whoa. in the thing, and I think it would be great if we can customize it to be like, or a person can customize it to be like, okay, we're not going to do this or you know what i'm saying like you don't need to see all the updates when this happens but i do like their chat function more than going to group me and going back i like that we can pin stuff oh
0: yes that for sure is a huge positive yeah i think just the
1: the chat function i think even some of the trade stuff that we can do because i'm not sure but i'm not sure if we were able to trade fab in the regular season or whatever Mm -hmm. in yahoo so I think even that, you know, it shows up as a transaction. You know, we don't need to show, tell Zane, you know, we get included in trades too. So I think those two things, and then they have these extra, you know, snippets, right, of like different stats or percentage on the field and stuff like that that they give that I don't know how many people look at, but um, it's still a little kiddie, right? I think that's, I think that's the... Yeah, I, don't, really I don't mind different. I don't
0: mind that part. Like it's like it's oh, like okay. okay, this is clearly a receiver, this is clearly a tight end.
1: Yeah, I like you the know? color coding and I think I like like nicknames and stuff like that. I don't even think we're using all of the functionality that we could, you know, really like there's a bunch of smack talking stuff, there's stuff that you could lay emojis on different things that we're not even doing, but I think yeah. I, I think in, you know, for me I, I'm biased cuz I like it, but um I think it's a positive from Yahoo, but I do like I do miss the Yahoo. I still play it in another league that I'm in, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just different. Right. So yeah.
0: And just like, I just feel like they could use the space better. If, if that makes sense. Like I'm looking at it on a computer right now and like, there's just a bunch of empty space, which I feel could be used. Cause in like, I think the most important stuff to me is like all on one tab, it's that league mm-hmm. setting where it's the matchups then you have to scroll down and get the settings, and then you go down and then you see um, what do you call? Uh, tr- that's where uh, transactions are. Because it took me like it took me a while to figure out where transactions were. Like I'm like who got picked up, who's picking up who? Oh uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah. And
0: so whereas like and like there's there's no headings in the uh, tabs, and so until I get used to those tabs, it takes me. It's just like a, like a random. Um, like versus is obviously the matchup. Then the next one is like just a football helmet, which is our team. Then a shield, which is like the league page. It was just, it just, it'll take some time for yeah. us to get used to it. But I mean, it's not bad apart from the, whatever happened at the beginning of the draft, which I don't think we ever yeah. figured out.
1: I don't think anybody uh, ever figured it out, but we're and, uh, blaming Toby for some reason, but we'll keep on fine. blaming him. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, but, and like, I don't see the functionality. out. Like I don't use, like, I'm not the one inputting transactions, so I don't see that like benefit.
1: Yeah, we're probably, probably going to ask Zane too, from a com- commish standpoint, what he feels yeah. like. I do, I do say though, I do like our division names. I don't know if we talked them to people, but instead of uh, what was it? Gold, silver, and bronze. Before we have named ours after the evolution of Pokemon, speaking with the main man Charmander. So the highest league is Charizard, then Charmeleon, and then yep. Charmander. So yeah. um, this, is, I think, a shout out to our Pokemon back in the day that we all yeah. played and watched and memorized Pokey raps. So
0: yeah, only the original 151, though.
1: Nothing yeah, yeah. I wrong. don't know all this new stuff that they're talking about. Yeah. I gotta still find my old ones. Hopefully, I could find them. I think they're somewhere in my house, my parents' house.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Like, a you know, holographic Charizard was worth $100 back in the day. I'm sure it's worth a lot more now.
1: I'm pretty sure. But I I never had one. I was never that lucky.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Um I don't got anything else. Are you doing anything uh are you coming down this weekend then?
0: Uh, yeah. Um okay. it's uh chains or are- Oh, yeah, there. that's right.
1: I'll see you at the wedding. That's right. Yep. We have a a joint wedding. So, I'll I'm see you on Saturday to... night where Indeed. Uh, I will probably be on tilt on who to start, so that's going to be our <laughs> dilemma. And I'm going to hopefully get my first win, but it's not looking promising since I am playing uh, Nardo. But maybe uh, he won't set up his lineup since he's in Italy and he'll be drunk on wine and pasta that uh, he won't even get a chance to. But um, I need a win pretty bad, so we'll we'll see. I don't want to go Owen whatever 14 in this league. So I don't be the lions.
0: That's all right. At least none of us have ever agreed on a punishment. So
1: that's true. And I'm <laughs> going to, I told everybody <laughs> in week one, we need to come with it. No one said anything. So yeah. I'm not going to agree nope. to anything now. So Nope. It is what it is.
0: Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I still think the ACT would be funny or conversely, like you've heard the waffle house thing. Like you have to spend 24 hours in a waffle house, each waffle, Is one less hour you eat?
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Somebody told me that. Yeah, I mean, if you eat like if you eat like twenty pancakes, you only be there for four hours.
0: I mean, if you eat it within the first four hours, yeah.
1: Wait, wait, say that again.
0: Yeah, so for you, you start at you start. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. If If you you can eat twenty waffles in four hours, good for you.
1: Not pancakes, waffles. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's waffles. It's heavier.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I, like... the ACT doesn't make sense to me, because... I mean, although it would be funny to see what your score is and stuff, like, I don't think I have the time to spend... What is it? Four hours to take a test? Yeah. Um, I think that's just, like... I don't know. I, don't, I did see something, but I forgot. I sent it to Neuron, but I forgot what it was. I'm find it, but... Yeah, we, we... Whatever it is, I'm not going to agree to it this year, so... <laughs> whatever our punishment is... We'll figure it out for next year because I, I'm definitely not it's probably gonna be myself or maybe somebody else, though, with that being said.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm in the 0 and two hole with you, so we are two teams looking up, looking to make the climb.
1: Oh, the one I yeah, the one I sent to Nardo is um whoever loses has to go to like a public place and play a recorder.
0: Or oh, some like, type of like, uh, that we, yeah, the, thing, yeah,
1: yeah, or some type of instrument that we choose, and they can't stop playing or leave until they got twenty dollars worth of tips. <laughs> 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 so you have to, you have to play it, and hopefully somebody gives you some money just from pity. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do like. like that. I said again, nothing this year, <laughs> nothing <Yeah>. this year,
0: <laughs> to be to to be discussed at a future owners' meeting. That's true. All right, Nisha. Um, with that, I will let uh, Rishi's fine outro music carry us out. Uh, have a good night, everybody, and have a good um, good luck to you on week three.
1: Talk to you later.